Hello friends, uh, I know that we upload this episode in the midst of electoral hysteria in the US, in the midst of uh, ballot counting. There is a lot of frustration, there is a lot of expectations and the topic may sound a little bit odd to you, but on the other hand, I think it's a great opportunity to dilute our political feed with something completely different that we tend to not discuss uh, in our podcast. So that's why, that's why we invited our common friend Kudvava, Kay, who has his own podcast about cultural studies and about culture, to discuss art. Art is of prime importance to all of us, and in this episode we try to understand why art is important, why we listen to music, why we watch films, and whether there is a big difference between low and high art, whether we should uh, differentiate between it. Um, and also... We try to understand how you know science can be seen as art form. Um, so enjoy the episode, subscribe to our channels, recommend to our friends, and check out Kay's podcast as well. So uh, enjoy, as always enjoy. Dear listeners, today we have uh, a special episode for you. I'm recording it uh, alone without Vava, but we have an, uh, our fellow student from our university with me, and I want to introduce you, Kay. Kay is a good friend of ours, and he has his own podcast, and he's just a brilliant guy, and so I just want to talk to him. Just it will be a little bit different from our uh, previous episodes because we'll discuss aesthetics, you know, music, art, and all things that we don't really discuss. But I feel those are very important topics. So I guess, Kay, you know, more to you in terms of like just introduce your podcast, just tell a few words about it. Um, thanks, man. Thanks for the great introduction. I really appreciate yeah. it. I'm really happy to be uh, doing this with you, and uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I host uh, my own podcast. It's called uh, Trivium, and it's on Spotify, where I uh, usually discuss um, like uh, cultural. It's sort of, sort of like a mm-hmm. cultural sphere uh, to discuss art and the world mm-hmm. of art and life. Yeah, which um, is... and uh, I'm really looking for trivial. It's like discussion. where does the name come from? Uh, trivium. Trivium. Uh, yeah. Trivium is. It sort of means like it's it's coming from uh, liberal art mm-hmm. um, and like uh, three parts of uh, liberal art, which I don't actually remember right now, but I know okay. like it's logic, reason, or something like that. Oh, let's see. Uh, it's sort of like a you know crossroad of all oh. that. And then I like, thought about okay, it's like life, society, and wow. uh, it's like culture and art. You know, that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better like you. Know. <laughs> um, just go through this concept but it sounds uh, super interesting well, thanks man yeah uh, so I guess we just start with uh, discussing just the role of art you know the role of art in our day to day life I guess it's super interesting because you, this usually art and like you know culture plays such a big role in in our society but we kind of like don't discuss it in terms of we tend to be like very uh, goal-oriented nowadays mm-hmm. uh, as, as humanity we tend to like have these clear goals what we want to do in the future how we want to like change the future but we find ourselves like more and more kind of uh, in like 
just in the situation where you're like just you know listening to music, um, just enjoying arts, uh, watching films, Netflix or whatever. Mm -hmm. So how do how do you see how, how do you make of it? You know, what do you make of art in our life? Just like the big big question, like general one. Right. Um, I think everyone has probably um, their own definition of art. I have a rather philosophical mm -hmm. one when I always think yeah. about art. Like for me, art is. Uh, some sort of a space of non-conformity, you know, where it's, it's, it's yeah. a place where you can be anyone, or you know, you can you can sympathize. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you have you know dark sides, yeah. you have bright sides, but mm -hmm. uh, you can't deny it. You know, you mm -hmm. can, I think you shouldn't repress it as well. Like yeah. you know, art tries um, and helps you actually mm -hmm. to um, come closer or come uh, in contact with uh, different parts of you and your character yeah. and and i think at the end it's it is some sort of a mirror like great art it's some sort of a yeah. mirror that you can see yourself in and it definitely helps you i think to just know mm -hmm. yourself better yeah and then you can just appreciate life because i think if you know yourself and you know what you want and you know mm -hmm. talk and talk and talk but uh, mm -hmm. if you know if you know yourself then uh, yeah you can realize your goal and yeah, even better. Like um, even in mm -hmm. goal-oriented society, I think okay. art plays a big role. But it's also interesting. I guess you brought this. You said it's kind of in terms of a mirror, but it's a definitely mirror in terms of in terms of you couldn't really grasp, you know, your head around this. You couldn't really get into the conclusion of what art is and what makes it so beautiful. Because like life is also beautiful because of that. Because it's like chaotic and it's unpredictable. You couldn't really figure out everything. Especially in this kind of world where everyone everything is changing so fast, it's like art is like a pockets of yeah I guess like a pockets of like uh, where you find like just like reflection of yourself from this particular moment of time. But like you also can change and your art can change. You know if you're like talking from an artist perspective, I guess like mm -hmm. you can you can evolve with your art, you can change with your art. But yeah, this is, I guess, like, I just like the concept that, you know, it kind of reflects society, which is, like, imperfect and which is definitely unpredictable and chaotic and, mm -hmm. you know, it's like chaos like, around us. So it's just, just, it's just, it's just so cool to embrace it. Exactly. And just in, in general, you know, embrace art and, um, but, um, yeah, uh, let's, let's maybe try to, like, like, just narrow down what was art for you, for example. Like do like how how do you like define art in some sense? Like do you think like Netflix like is an art or, or like Netflix is of course a broad term or just like we discussed it before the podcast with pop music? Um, yes, I mean uh, I don't I don't I don't think that it's fair to the term to say okay um, just narrow it down you know because mm -hmm. I think it's it's a subjective yeah uh, thing uh, when you talk about art so mm -hmm. um, it depends what kind of art you can relate yeah. in your life and, and mm -hmm. certain stage of your life as well. I mean, mm -hmm. when you think about the uh, quote-unquote like, cultural products that you yeah. consume as a teenager, you yeah. know, it's super different, like the art you consume. Which is everything. Right? Yeah, it's versus everything. when you're married and 40 years yeah. old, you know, in your basement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a different, different thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I think... Uh, yeah, like uh, like I said, it's um, I definitely agree with you that it captures the nuance yeah. in our lives. I mean, 
we are definitely very goal oriented. We are mm-hmm. um, trying uh, to rely more and more on science. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is uh, not to say that I want to un- undermine science, but I think mm-hmm. it's just some questions in life or some instance instances um, like you know stuff like love, you yeah. know some some emotions but, that you cannot mm-hmm. really um, you know do justice. Yeah, with science, you know, even though yeah. like you know, science has its own, um, you know, place, but then mm-hmm. um, art helps us capture um, the nuance um, yeah. sides of life. Yeah, but I will, I will definitely defend science in this way because I would say even science is very close to art. I guess that's, that's how people actually can think about science, and I mean, true revolutionary things in science through art because you know it's usually you try to understand something that's completely out of this world, you know, it's like something like bonanza shit going on, you know, like with, I don't know, quantum mechanics or something like this, and then you try to figure out, of course you use math, of course you use like models that that this discipline uses, but at the same time it's very close because it's something, it's like inspirational, and you just like look, look around, and you just see, you can actually say like universe creates those artistic things, you know, in Mm -hmm. life, and that we try to understand and we just try to make sense of them, but it's actually very close in terms of it's like universe is chaotic and it's like total chaos around you. And they like, like these pockets of things, you know, like, I don't know, sun, and you can just try to study it in terms of like try to understand what the heck is, what the heck is sun, what the heck is light. Um, and this is how science actually gets progressed over time. But then it's also like, you know, like, people like Einstein, they kind of revolutionized science in terms of like they came to the discipline with like completely just new ideas. Right. Or they brought this new perspective, which also brings you like this idea that, you know, uh, science is also a super subjective thing. If you go deep into it, it's like, it's not like just super objective. It's actually subjective, mm-hmm. but we just, for a certain period of time, we agree on certain things to be kind of objective, right, right. quote unquote. But they are not. I mean, in terms of if you unfold every kind of issue in science, uh, you just see uh, so many kind of buts, you know, you just and you just understand it's not really super objective. Uh, and that's why kind of like art, you know, art and science, I feel there is like just connection there. I don't know. I just feel it in my own sense. But there is definitely just this idea to understand the world and also through art to understand the world, you know, because you just you just and you record a song, just trying to convey your feelings, and then you just you know see the world and just also try to make sense of it. Kind of you know, if you feel I don't know whether you feel this way, but I kind of like try to think think in this direction. Right. It kind of like brings you some some deep perspective. But yeah, I mean, um, but do you differentiate art in terms of you know kind of high art, uh, low art, middle art? Um. Hmm. That's actually a very good question because if I want to be like academic yeah. and uh, think through it, uh, think about it through the perspective of cultural studies mm-hmm. and specifically like postmodern theory, yeah. um, the main thing in this postmodern theory is that the differentiate uh, the the difference mm-hmm. between uh, high art and low art is kind of vanishes like we don't know anymore because um uh, yeah high art and low art Mm -hmm. they they used to be like they it it started Mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, way back, like with, uh, you know, yeah. kings and aristocrats, yeah. when they, you know, uh, they sort of define it, and then you have like the bourgeoisie, and then yeah. in France, it's kind of like, you know, this is low art, because mm -hmm. the bourgeoisie is kind of like, um, they're not like, you know, like aristocrats, different not, lifestyles, like, of yeah. course, and they're not highly educated, so what they like is more mm -hmm. like, you know, this entertaining stuff yeah. just for being entertained. And, and nowadays, uh, we have more and more, like, um, um, examples of mm -hmm. um, art where you have kind of the both, like, the, the, the first example that yeah. comes to mind is Pulp Fiction, for example. You know, yeah, it's entertaining, it's, at the same time, it's kind of sophisticated, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's um, Yeah, so I think I kind of agree with that in... Um, to some to some extent, like I also have like mm -hmm. my um, some uh, boundaries or no borders mm -hmm. with it when yeah. it comes to art. Um, I think to say uh, something is high art or low art um, um, probably doesn't do justice. But um, mm -hmm. when I look, for example, listen to mm -hmm. pop art, uh, pop uh, music mm -hmm. or mainstream music these days, so. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have, for me, uh, it doesn't have that much substance. Yeah. I feel like uh, it is more just, you know, riding the wave to make, yeah. more, make more money. Yeah, um, exactly. Some sort of a business, uh, which I do not agree. Like, yeah. that is um, art, you know, yeah. by definition. So I would definitely not um, uh, put that mm -hmm. as high art. Mm -hmm. and by high, high art, I don't mean something that is up there and all people should mm -hmm. look up to mm -hmm. it's just for me high art is something that um i appreciate more okay so i wouldn't say like there is this category mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. it's like okay this is high art and everyone yeah. should listen to it's it hard. like um which is actually mm -hmm. uh, which exists you know for example mm -hmm. with the uh, like german government they um funded this huge um mm -hmm. in hamburg um, yeah and you know the, the, the music that play, mm -hmm. they play there is like classic classical music, yeah, yeah. which is you know very mm -hmm. uh, you know especially like the most uh, famous uh, composers are from Germany or like okay. Austria. Mm -hmm. There's this huge tradition of Austro-German classical yeah. music. So that yeah. is the, the the art that the, idea, um, the concept behind this. the government yeah. wants to promote. Yeah, I, I find classical music. I enjoy it. When I was young, I kind of stopped listening to it and get older. I don't know. For me, for me, it's it's difficult because yeah, on the one hand, you know, you can say like pop songs, it's not so artistic and they don't have. I mean, they don't definitely have much sense in them, but they resonate. You know, it's like strangely they resonate with people, and then you don't know whether it's like they resonate for a reason or they resonate because like we kind of like used to consuming junk like all the mm -hmm. time because you know with social media with just uh, there's so many ideas floating around and they're mainly like junk ideas like like just made specifically for like to construct like, so people can consume them easily without thinking right. but in terms of like music i definitely find like rock it's kind of the other like not like classical music as well of course because i understand how complicated it is to make classical songs it's like especially back then back in times um, but even now um, but rock music, I find, you know, just the idea behind like a band, like, like different people, individuals come together 
and they have and they write profoundly complicated lyrics putting like like sense in their songs and then they you know they all have characters it's not like easy to like to have five people you know in the same band and then they just like do their job and sometimes when they do it it's just something like a miraculous you know in terms of um and then i see it's like i differentiate it because i definitely can't compare like post malone like you know to uh Arctic Monkeys or Nirvana or you know it's like even though Post Malone is probably way more successful than all of them are but I still see like I don't know Post Malone I watched his Joe Rogan uh, episode um, in his podcast he was like man I don't know <laughs> you can definitely see that the guy just like enjoys what he's doing you know he sings a lot he has a lot of fun but he has no meaning behind so it's actually like he mm -hmm. sings about how he enjoys his life and what he does. And okay. it kind of resonates with people, strangely, very, very strangely. Maybe because they want to do, like, they want to have the same kind of life, but they don't. Right. It is interesting because um, what I take away from what you said is that you expect some some meaning from from art, you know? Yeah. And that's some, some sort of a substance, mm -hmm. um, which is expected. Yeah, I guess... Yeah. Um, that is a very, very uh, important thing, mm -hmm. you know, when when you listen or when you're basically consuming a piece of art, you're, uh, you know, searching yeah. for something yeah. to, I don't but, know, but, knowledge or... But I would say, I would say it resonates, you know, with me. Right. So it's not like, you know, like when I was young and I listened to a lot of pop, it totally actually resonated with me in this like, strange level, but this like resonance was kind of like, you know, low and high frequency in terms of um, definitely... This you know high frequency kind of like just def different value to them because like pop music definitely resonates in a way you kind of want to be cool cool guy you just listen to like a cool song and you, just have, right. you put this yourself into the mood you're cool you have goals you should like keep going but then when you listen to like rock you know every song has like such a like big meaning and you just like start feeling I don't know like not creative for yourself but in a certain way just like you have so many thoughts after the song. And you're just like, wow, it's like, you know, how, how did they make it actually, you know, just just interesting to understand how how the songs are made. But also I find, you know, like guitar and like, it's a different, and also like music now becomes way more electronic, definitely. Mm -hmm. Pop songs become super electronic, you know, like these funny videos from YouTube when people just emulate saying Billie Eilish or Post Malone just right. like, with like this home kitchen instruments and they kind of make same songs oh, like using the like same like just simple program on your, on your Mac you can do it um, but then you know you kind of should play you should, you should I, I think it's like music that's really valuable it's like music that you can play you know without electricity without I don't know everything is shut down and then you can produce some good song without any kind of electric input so analog kind of you know and this concept you know and I find value, that's why I find kind of value sometimes in, in rock. But of course, it's like it resonates me. I don't really, I can't say it's like high, high art. It just, yeah. just resonates. Yeah, I mean, these categories are so arbitrary. Like high yeah. art, when you think about it, this is something that is constructed through history. And yeah, you know, like, like right now, um, okay, they're all established yeah. um, high art pieces like Beethoven stuff yeah. like that but when you think about like um, contemporary or, or um, current yeah 
or that is going on, you know, there are so many different um, agents or mm -hmm. actors there, like, for example, specifically in, in visual art yeah. um, and in painting, for example, like uh, museums play great role in yeah. what is or what should be considered as high art, you know. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's somehow boils down to your expectation of, of what mm -hmm. you're expecting from that art piece. Like you yeah. said, okay, I, I listen to Nirvana, I listen to Arctic Monkeys, and mm -hmm. um, for me, there's a, this deeper layer of meaning in there, which I like yeah. to, you know, dig and, and look for, and that is sort mm -hmm. of like satisfying. Um, yeah, I guess, um, like for me, um, it's kind of the same, like, uh, like you said, we definitely living in this area, mm -hmm. there's a lot of junk, you know, but yeah. you just... I don't know when you're like a teenager, for example, maybe you don't realize it. You just want to go with the flow. You want to be cool, yeah, you know. And exactly. then you grow up. You start actually like um, thinking, reflecting yeah. on this stuff, and say, okay, like this, is like social media, is <laughs> like you know, junk, like Post Malone is talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's interesting because you know this is exactly what I talk about when I say you know this is the art that you relate to in a certain stage of life, yeah. and then you get you know. Uh, older and, and more experienced and yeah it's like and your you know your experiences in life mm -hmm. sort of, uh, play in and uh, you like a different uh, sort of art like mm -hmm. uh, Pierre Bourdieu I think uh, yeah. has this very great uh, uh, book if I'm not mistaken I think it's called uh, Distinction mm -hmm. and he talks about like the taste mm -hmm. and how taste is being uh, sort of form in okay. one person, mm -hmm. uh, which I wouldn't necessarily disagree, mm -hmm. agree, but I think it's an interesting point when mm -hmm. he talks about it, and he says, like, uh, like your background and your class mm -hmm. is definitely connected yeah. to well, your yeah. taste. Also, with your parents. Very Marxist approach. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily just Marxist, but it makes sense because, you know, you grow up in certain circumstances. And I guess, like, it's what I, I personally tell a lot of people, you know, like, I didn't listen to rock at school, not because I didn't like it. I've never tried it, I guess, um, back then, but because it was kind of a shame for, like, straight guy in Russia to listen to, like, 30 Seconds to Mars. And, like, girls, right. like, listen to this shit. And I just, like, you know, I didn't listen to it because it was a shame. Basically, it's kind of shaming culture in terms of like, no, it's if you don't, if you want to be a cool guy, you don't listen to to this shit, you know. Right. <laughs> definitely, this is like just for my life, personal example, how it definitely shaped me in terms of. Then I, then I lean towards rock and towards like rap because that's what like boys listen to a lot, rap songs kind of this like, and this is like rap kind of like definitely see produces like Fifty Cent for example, like this masculinity, you know, kind right. of this masculine lifestyle icon i don't know just like like you know a prostitutes exactly. you know it's kind of you kind of have this so that's what like yeah it was definitely shaped by society but uh, some people like listen to rock but they were like like they considered strange in like russian society which it kind of gives you perspective how definitely like yeah society shapes us and in a way we leave you know our family our background what like parents listen to stuff like that yeah like hundred percent it is interesting because you say like you're basically being judged. Yeah, basically judged by your by, music by taste, you know. Environment. And it's interesting. Yeah. It, it is one instance of basically art 
um, forming the culture, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in some sense, it gets from culture, like what you said about 50 Cent, you know. Yeah. There is this culture of masculinity and is also being like reproduced and yeah. liberated uh, through like, you know, like this songs and, you know, you're a yeah. guy, you know, yeah, this, yeah. these are the values, these are the norms, like being masculine. Yeah. And then this is the song that you should be <laughs> listening to because it promotes yeah. and, and exactly. you know, reproduces uh, that kind of, um, those kind of uh, mm-hmm. values. Yeah, that's, that's true. But also it's interesting, I guess, your preferences change over life and mm-hmm. they're definitely shaped by your society. But of course, it's like, it's so, it's, it's actually so beneficial for you to embrace different things over time. Just of course you can embrace like you know everything at once, but definitely step by step you can discover many different genres in music, in film. Um, I don't know. I haven't really experienced um, with uh, what do you say? It's like you know movies that are kind of specifically made for small audience and they're like kind of strange. Uh, I don't I don't know if you remember exact term for this kind of like genre in movies. You know when you kind of shoot something, mm-hmm. you don't expect it for like. For the audience so it's kind of like, like art house art house yeah. yeah but i wish something and yeah i mean this is deep and this is like a book it touches you and actually you know mm-hmm. each movie you kind of like wow and sometimes you don't even like want to watch it because it's like so sad and it's not like right. it's not like this hollywood picture uh and yeah it's like but this is definitely a different genre and different it, it touches it resonates with you differently of course with the age because when you're exactly. younger what you can understand from this um, yeah, and you can change, and I guess like you can embrace different things, and how you also change with your preferences and how you evolve over time. I guess Definitely. So it's just interesting that now preferences are not fixed and they can change, and it will also make me think. You know, probably we should embrace every everything in terms of art because mm-hmm. you know if some if something resonates with someone and you don't understand it, it doesn't really mean. It's not art, it's just always yeah. junk, maybe it's just has its own, which is, of course, for me, it's still very debatable in terms of, like, Post Malone and, like, you know, this, this modern pop, I would say, because it's, like, so electronic, it's all kind of, like, you know, it, it feels, like, very artificial. Yeah, it's not, like... It is. I mean, there's also, like, something we touched upon earlier, it's about the craft, you know, like yeah. you said about Billy Eilish songs being, you know, made yeah. by these people just in the kitchen yeah um, which is like the craft side of art you know you say yeah. like, okay you appreciate analog um i think to be honest it's um yeah of course like craft is a big part um but it doesn't necessarily have to be like a song or any mm-hmm. art piece doesn't have to be um that sophisticated mm-hmm. and that yeah. is maybe some of some one of the mm, criteria mm-hmm. And think yeah. about like you know because like art connoisseur like mm-hmm. art historians or people who appreciate art they, they can't tell about the craft yeah. and most of the time they go with something that is very like there's so much craft in it mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's art because yeah you know I, I, you can I just understand. like you can just like be a very good uh, uh, um I, I forgot the term, but like, you know, faking paintings of Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. You may yeah. have the same craft as Van Gogh, but you're definitely not Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. But it's also true in terms of, uh, you know, everything has value because we give it value. So it's also like society comes to the point where we agree that Van Gogh kind of costs a lot, or any other artist for this, for this reason. It's like without society, it doesn't really cost a lot. It's like it's just a painting. It's a painting, and yeah. you know how you differentiate that. Like I don't know, Mo, like Mona Lisa is like one of the best produced uh, artistic works, at least in terms of like the cue that kind of like is there in Louvre. Right. And it's just like, but then you just check it. It's like yeah, you know, if if they were if there wasn't like a cue, I wouldn't say it's like a great painting. I would just like, go go you know maybe go and like stop for a while. Not really yeah. like, thinking about it a lot. Which is like interesting because it got really famous in twentieth century or something when it got stolen. Before that no one really like kind of embraced this painting. Right. Which also like makes yeah, a good point in terms of art, what is like value in art just basically is created is generated through society and Yes, I mean yeah. also I think institutions and yeah. you know uh, art critics they play a great oh, role yes. in it, you know, as well. Um, like for example, Van Gogh, what, he wasn't that famous at his time. Yeah. And then after his death, people started to discover his work and be like, "Wow, this is like so genius." Yeah. And presumably because he was so ahead of his time. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Mona Lisa, let's say, yeah, the craft is amazing when you read about it and, and mm -hmm. you realize, "Wow, this is like insane." But then at the end, you gotta ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, does it speak to me? Like, yeah, yeah. I just like maybe I just see this like lady, <laughs> and that's about it. You know, yeah, like, it doesn't speak to me. It doesn't mean that it's it's a bad art, but for yeah. you, it's just not something that it speaks to you. So you might just you know, yeah. But also, how many artists are overlooked over history? I guess it's also an important question because. There's, I mean, I can definitely see in terms of writers because I, I read more, I guess, than I just uh, follow art. Mm -hmm. And of course, I can just uh, just name a few authors that I really like, but not mainstream, considered mainstream. Like not even like writers. Sometimes I can go even with books from famous authors, but they're not like bestsellers and not like. But they're so good. You know, they resonate uh, with me in such a profound sense, and I really enjoy them more than reading just like. Top top hundred books in twentieth century or something, or top hundred books of all time or something, just because I don't know. I find them so complicated, so philosophical. I don't know. It it makes me think sometimes, you know, how many things are overlooked, just in terms of art. Yeah, and I mean, at at the end, you know, there is this sort of trajectory behind like what we uh, consider good art and what like establish canonized works. Yeah. It's always sort of um, sure, mm -hmm. but then uh, when you when you think about like you know current artists, it's you know it's 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 much much harder to say okay this is like you know <laughs> uh, high art or this yeah. is like, you know or, or whatever, <laughs> and it definitely also you know tells us something like this this these works that we mm -hmm. um, consider as masterpieces. Mm -hmm. They are like you know canonized. There's, there's yeah, like there's there's history there's... behind it. Why you know why this like yeah, can why and why it. and why that uh, mm. they 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 are now like considering through this process, and definitely so many people just get it get um, overlooked. Mm. Of yeah. course. but uh, yeah, I mean it's just not you not maybe responsibility, but it's just a fun thing to go out there and find find your sort of 
your niche and art, yeah, yeah. you know, it's very enjoyable. No, one of one of the things actually with music, I would definitely say listening to whole album instead of just one song from this album, which is like, you know, I would I would say the hot red hot chili peppers, I would say, you know, Snow is like the most famous song from Stadium Arcadium. Mm-hmm. But then you go through the whole album, which is like twenty two songs, like two hours or something, and then you just find this profound meaning in not only in songs but also in the way they composed and they put into album. So it's like and this is this is way more wow in terms of it's like it's not just song it's just an album um, but you know people listen to maybe snow because it's like the most famous thing that they one of the most famous songs they like written but mm-hmm. the whole thing actually is more enjoyable to listen to the whole thing sometimes in terms of like for example music but also in terms of authors it's more way more interesting to just go to some hidden gems in some like authors like writers career and then just rediscover it because it can be like a gem, like it actually can be a gem. So it's like, it's just interesting how we can, I mean, I would definitely suggest like embracing this, not just going to mainstream, but like just with, with albums, you know, just dig deeper, you know, just try to listen to the whole thing. Because like there is this, like, if it's like a good band, rock band, there is like a sense why they compel those songs in this way. You can also go to interviews and they just they definitely tell you why they compel, compel like, the album this way or not the other way but it's so you know it's a meaning there and you just like like to discover it again it can resonate with you you cannot so it's like <laughs> exactly it's it's always like this but i guess uh, i guess we're gonna i guess wrap up our conversation we can take a minutes uh thanks man for you know uh thank you thank for coming Enjoy and have a nice week, I guess. Bye.